Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 473, for Saturday, June 16th, 2018. This is the BGG Page Views edition. Sliding back five spots to number 20 is The Mind by Wolfgang Vorsch, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 12,133. That is a gain of 691, or 6% more than last week, and is 2,300 more than last week's number 20, a reversal from the last couple of weeks. After dropping out of the top 20 last week, uh, it was number 21, climbing back up two spots to number 19 is Gaia Project by Jens Drogemüller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games with 12,164, 31 more than the mind, 2,400, or 25% more than last week. Re-entering the top 20 at number 18 is Zombicide Green Horde by Raphael Guiton, Jean-Baptiste Lulien, and Nicolas Raoult, published by Simon and Guillotine Games with 12,602, about 440 more than Gaia Project, 3,000, or 31%, more than last week. Tumbling five spots down to number 17 is Azul by Mikal Kiesling, published by Plan B Games with 13,326, 724 more than Zombicide, 978 more than last week, a 7.9% increase, uh, a total that would have been good enough for number 11 last week, this week only good enough for number 17. Dropping nine spots from number 7 to number 16 is Cthulhu, Death May Die, by Rob Davio and Eric M. Lang, published by Simon, with 14,565, 1,200 more than Azul, 3,500 fewer than last week, a 19% decline. Re-entering the top 20, at number 15, uh, the last time it was in the top 10 was almost exactly three years ago, June 24th, 2015. It is Android Netrunner, by Richard Garfield and Lucas Litzinger, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 16,779 views. That's 2,000 more than the Cthulhu game, an increase of around 13,000 from where it was last week. Uh, the reason for it, of course, if you've not heard, is that the game is ending. Fantasy Flight lost the license. Debuting, or rather entering the top four, 20 at number 14 is Red Alert, by Richard Borg, published by PSC Games, 17,368, about 600 more than Netrunner. Entering the top 20 at number 13, Villagers, by Hakan Garder, published by Sinister Fish Games, with 17,782, that's 414 more than Red Alert. Sliding three spots from number 9 to number 12 is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games with 18,694. That's 912 more than Villagers, but a gain of almost 2,000 or 12%, and yet down three spots and out of the top 10. That ends an eight-week run back in the top 10 for Scythe and nine of the last 10 weeks. Entering at number 11, Nyctophobia, by Catherine Stipple, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 18,846, as 152 more than Scythe. 
We have five new entries in the top 10 this week. Five games going out. We've heard from two of them. From 9 to 12, Scythe. From 7 to 16, Cthulhu, Death May Die. Also, from number uh, 10 to number 22, Rising Sun. From number 3 to number 31, Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. And from number 8 to number 49, Scythe, The Rise of Fenris. Dropping six spots from number 4 to number 10 is The Seventh Continent by Ludovic Rudi and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp with 19,728. That is 882 more than Nyctophobia, but off 2,500 or 12% from last week, uh, down all the way to number 10. That mark for number 10, though, of 19,728 is over 6,000 more than last week's number 10. This is the Seventh Continent's 40th week in the top 10, and at the current rate, maybe the last, making it the 17th different game to have 40 or more weeks on the chart. After three weeks at number six, sliding three spots to number nine is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 19,779, 51 more than the Seventh Continent, 377 less than last week, a 1.9% decline. Our first new entry is at number 8, returning after 12 weeks away and charting for the seventh time is Spirit Island by R. Eric Roos, published by Fabled Nexus with 19,848, 69 more than Arkham Horror, 6,500 more than it had last week, a 49% increase, That is the biggest gainer we have in the top 20. All 12 of those weeks that it was out of the top 10, as you know, it was still in the top 20. Uh, Last week, it was number 11. The reason for its big movement the last two weeks, and especially this past week, is it's uh, more availability, at least in online game stores. Sliding two spots to number 7, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 19,869, 21 more than Spirit Island, 1,700 less than last week, and 8.1% decline. So there is some real tight competition there within those four spots, 7 through 10. Uh, They are only separated by 141 views. And even the next several spots, down to Netrunner at 15th, the gap from 7 to 15 is only about 3,000. There's a gap of 6,500 between number 7 and number 6. Returning after 15 weeks away, our second new entry, and charting for the second time, is Eclipse, the second edition, by Tuco Takokalio, published by Lotte Pellet, with 26,439 a big 20,000-view increase from last week on news of the impending start of the Kickstarter campaign, impending in a few weeks, early July, and there was a video preview of the new version. Sliding three spots to number five in its second week is Solomon Kane by Jake Thornton, published by Mythic Games, with 27,031. That's a gap of about 600 between Eclipse and Solomon Kane, a decline of over 7,000 
or 22%, the largest decline we have on the chart this week. Our third new entry, at number four, returning after 19 months away, over a year and a half, and also charting for the second time, is Mythic Battles Pantheon by Benoit Vogt, published by Monolith and Mythic Games, 29,783, 2,700 more than Solomon Cain. The other time that Mythic Battles charted was in November 9th of 2016, at the end, toward the end of its Kickstarter run, in which it eventually raised over $2.5 million. A new campaign for a 1.5 version of the game just wrapped up, and it raised a little over a million dollars. Our fourth new entry, a debut at number three, is Heroes of Terranoth by Adam and Brady Sadler, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 29,957, about 170, 174, more than Mythic Battles. Heroes of Terranoth is a cooperative card game that has some role-playing game elements set in the proprietary universe of Fantasy Flight. That's one way to avoid losing a license. The Terranoth is also the setting for Descent, Runebound, Rune Wars, and Battle Lore. Our highest new entry, also a debut at number two, is Neta Tanka. That's N-E-T-A hyphen T-A-N-K-A by R.V. Regal, published by Le Boite de Joux, with 31,675 views about 1,700 more than Heroes of Terranoth. The theme on this one is a fictional tribe called Frost Rivers, choosing a new leader. That would be the Netatanka in the title. It's a worker placement game focused on the generosity of the players to make resources available. It's currently on Kickstarter, had a goal of about $30,000, and has had over $200,000 pledged. And at number one for the seventh consecutive week and the 56th time overall, it is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with 41,190, almost 10,000 more than Netatanka, 1,200 fewer than last week, a 2.8% decline. And going back to its first week of this current seven-week run, it is down about 17% from where it hit number one a few weeks ago. Uh, with Origins coming up here very soon, it is not a question of if another game will surpass Gloomhaven. As you can see, a, a total of 41,000, that is easily matched and surpassed. The only question is when, and will it happen before Gloomhaven sets the all-time mark for weeks at number one? Uh, recall that mark is 57 weeks. Currently, Gloomhaven is at 56 it's almost like Netrunner showed up just to be a spectator for what Gloomhaven, what's going to happen with Gloomhaven here in the next couple of weeks. We shall see. For Saturday, June 16th, 2018.